Well, as any gardener would tell you, of course, water is an essential part of growing anything. The fact is, though, of course, no life would uh, exist without life. Those birds who are singing very loudly at the moment uh, wouldn't exist if there wasn't uh, water. We couldn't exist without water. Water is the essential ingredient for life here uh, on planet Earth. Now, in our Bible reading today, we have that story of when Jesus meets that woman at the well. It's interesting to know at the beginning of this talk uh, that this woman meets with Jesus at midday, which actually is not the normal thing uh, for people to do in those uh, days and in that part of the world to draw water at midday. Most times people would draw water early in the morning or in the evening. So it was unusual that this woman was here at that particular moment in time. But we have this famous story, don't we then, of Jesus uh, meeting uh, with this woman. And there are a few things to pay attention to about uh, this particular woman. She had been married five times. She was living with a man. She was a Samaritan. And strange enough for me to say this, but she was also a woman. We'll come to that in a moment. We'll unpack that in a moment. But also in this story, we have Jesus making three claims. The first one being that he is the living water. Uh, and that we are to worship God in spirit and in truth and that he at the end of the story makes a claim that he is actually the Messiah. So back to the woman. Let's just unpack that situation. Here is this woman meeting with Jesus and in our day and age you wouldn't find that very strange. But actually for a prophet or an important leader to meet with a woman on his own actually culturally was a no-no. And yet here is Jesus sitting with this woman at the well engaging in conversation but added to that she's been married five times and in that culture that was seen as a terrible terrible thing she would have been classed as an outsider within her culture added to this she was also living with a man she wasn't married which again would have been uh, an awful thing in that particular culture she was also a Samaritan. Now to understand that you have to understand the history uh, of the Samaritans and the Jewish people. Basically the Samaritans had created their own uh, rival temple uh, to rival that of Jerusalem and of course that had created all kinds of political tension and religious uh, tensions and to the point where the Samaritans hated the Jewish people and the Jewish people hated the Samaritans. To such the point that a Jewish person would never walk into a Samaritan area or territory. In fact, they would go all the way around a town just to avoid going into it. So it's interesting, isn't it, in this story that Jesus doesn't do that. He walks straight into Samaritan territory and sits at a Samaritan uh, well. And there he meets a Samaritan woman who the Jewish people would have classed as an enemy. So it's very intriguing what's going on here. Jesus again breaking all the, the norms of culture and society. And as I said, she was also a woman. Now what I mean by that is, don't worry, I've got nothing against women, women. But in this particular period of history and time, women were seen as no more important than making food, looking after children and going and getting uh, you know, water and stuff. But they had no right to education. They had no right to vote. They really were, well, they didn't have many more rights than slaves, really, in those days. And certainly, uh, uh, sort of a, a prophet shouldn't be seen to be talking uh, to a woman. So all these things culturally were going on 
in the background and it's important for us to actually realize this so here is Jesus meeting with someone he shouldn't meet it tells me that Jesus doesn't care about all those kinds of things what Jesus cares about is the person he's more interested in our hearts than who we are where we come from what country what color our skin is that doesn't matter to him what really matters is our hearts and as Jesus was of course talking uh, to this woman he made some of the I am claims which we'll be going to be unpacking over the next uh, few weeks as a sermon series and in this particular passage he makes the claim that he is the living water it's interesting uh, that the phrase uh, living water was actually known to the Jewish uh, people back then or all peoples really because it referred to the well the water in the well or like a stream in other words water that you could use to drink uh, from and so when Jesus uh, said uh, about living water she was thinking he was referring of course to the water in the well but he wasn't he was referring to spiritual water he was saying that if you drink of me I am in a sense um, life I bring spiritual life to you if you believe and trust in me you will gain everlasting life this water will bring you life of course he wasn't talking about physical drinking water he was talking very much of course about spiritual water so he's saying that I am the fountain of life all you have to do is believe uh, and trust in me he also uh, said that to worship God you are to worship him in spirit and in truth which kind of is interesting really because in Jesus's time the place where you could only worship God was in the temple but Jesus was saying actually in effect that you can worship God anywhere you like so long as it's from the heart what Jesus is really saying is it's your intentions that matter it's not your location or where you are what matters again is the heart why are you worshiping in other words you can worship God anywhere you like so long as it comes from within and your intentions are right and proper because you really want to worship uh, God uh, right uh, at the end of the uh, story uh, Jesus also uh, makes an incredible uh, claim he actually makes the claim that he uh, is the Messiah and you can uh, read that actually uh, in verse 26 where he actually makes the claim that he is the Messiah because what happens is uh, after this woman's been listening to Jesus she starts asking uh, you know uh, questions but she also refers of course uh, to the Messiah and she says well when the Messiah comes uh, he will actually be able to explain all these things to us and it will all make uh, complete uh, sense and then Jesus says well actually I am he I am the Messiah, uh, the Chosen One, which must have made that woman sit there and go, what, I'm actually talking to the Messiah. So Jesus made three claims. He claimed that he was the living water. He claimed that we can worship God in spirit and in truth. We don't have to go to buildings. But he also claimed to be the Messiah, but not just the Messiah of the Jewish people, but for all peoples. Samaritans, Jews and Gentiles. Jesus is my Messiah. Jesus is my Saviour and yours. God wants us all, as it were, to drink from him. He wants us all to put our faith and trust in him. 
and to come to him in spirit and truth when we worship. We don't have to worship God in big buildings, which at this period of time in history is quite important, isn't it? Because of course we're all being isolated and told that we cannot go out very often and we of course cannot come together collectively to worship God. And so actually to know that we don't have to go to buildings or, or worship services or worship God should come as a great comfort to us all. So I want to encourage you during this lockdown to continue to pray, continue to worship God. And if you're longing in your heart for meaning and purpose, what is the meaning of life? You're looking for some kind of spiritual answers to life. Well, Jesus is clearly saying in this passage to this woman and to all of us that he is the water of life. And if we come to him in faith and trust, we can find hope. We can find purpose, we can find love, we can discover that there is a God that really does care about us and wants to have a real living relationship with us. And this kind of water that he offers won't ever run out, it will go on for all eternity. And this is an incredible claim to make. Well God bless you all and uh, have a great week. Amen.